It's time for the BCHL Podcast. Here's your host, Jesse Adamson. Hey there, welcome to the BCHL Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Adamson. We're back again with another two interviews for you, and we are sticking with our college hockey theme. On tap for you this week, we have a former BCHL MVP and leading scorer, current University of North Dakota junior and Wenatchee Wild alum Jasper Weatherby joins us. After that, we catch up with former Penticton V's captain and Bemidji State junior forward Owen Sillinger. First up is Weatherby, who's been making news on and off the ice in recent weeks. Uh, First of all, he was announced to be part of the College Hockey for Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Committee, a cause that is very important to Weatherby and his family, which he explains in the interview. And he just so happened to be named the NCHC Player of the Week after four points on the weekend in a series sweep over the University of Denver. We had a great chat with Weatherby covering a wide variety of topics, both on and off the ice. So let's hear what he had to say. All right, Jasper, I just wanted to start uh, with some off-ice news from this week. Uh, it was announced last week that you, uh, you're you a part of the College Hockey for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee. Um, can you maybe just tell us a little bit about that committee, what, uh, what the goals are for it, and how it got started? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so the goals, uh, well, I'll, I'll uh, back up and talk a little bit about uh, how it was started. Um, obviously, you know, this summer... Um, after the killing of uh, George Floyd um, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, um, there's obviously a lot of eyes on um, the treatment of minorities and, and uh, people of color in this country. So um, College Hockey wanted to start a, um, a group to look at some of those issues around College Hockey and see how we could help. Um, and and uh, they were looking for uh, some people who wanted to uh, volunteer from, from each conference and um, you know, I, I tossed my hat in the ring and, uh, was lucky enough to get selected to, to help out. So we've been meeting about, um, you know, three to four or three to three times a month and, um, just, you know, working on, on ways that we can improve our game, um, and, you know, help it be more inclusive and, um, unified and, um, and yeah, it's been really powerful. Why was it important for you to uh, be a part of something like that? Yeah, I have uh, um, I have an adopted black brother, um, and my family's uh, roots are, are pretty um, are pretty engraved uh, in the civil rights um, era. And I think that just being kind of raised in that environment and uh, having some background with uh, grandparents who uh, marched with Martin Luther King and um, you know fought for for civil rights uh, early in this country, um, I think that you know it just uh, paved a nice path, paved a nice pathway for me. And, um, I, it's something I'm really passionate about. Yeah. And just one more question on the subject, you and your teammate, uh, at North Dakota, Jacob Bernard Docker were the first college hockey players to take a knee for the Anthem back in December. Um, I know some people want to politicize that and, uh, it's, it's controversial for some people, but did you personally face any backlash for that when you decided to do that? Yeah. Um, yeah, we've, uh, we've faced a decent amount of backlash. Um, we're obviously, uh, in an area right here, um, in Grand Forks that's, um, you know, might, might see that as being politicized. We, you know, we wanted to come out ahead of time and say it had nothing to do with politics. Um, it had 
everything to do with opening people's eyes to the injustices that have been happening and, and hopefully um, allowing people to uh, do their own research um, and come up to their own conclusion about what they think needs to be done and how they can help. And um, yeah, so for us, it wasn't anything to, anything political. It was all about opening people's eyes and bringing awareness to um, issues that for a lot of times people, um, you know, just turn an eye, a blind eye to because it, it doesn't really affect them. Right. Well, um, that's a great cause. And uh, uh, now transitioning to, to On the Ice, um, you were recently named uh, this week, actually, NCHC Player of the Week for your performance last weekend. Uh, put up four points in a pair of wins over to, uh, Denver. You got goals in four straight. Uh, how confident are you in your game right now? Yeah, it's good. You know, it's uh, it's always nice to, to score and help the team win. And um yeah, it's uh, it's it's nice when goals go in, and just having that confidence in yourself to just kind of play your game, and, and uh, um, yeah, it's it's been nice. Uh, your your role has grown quite a bit since your freshman year uh, at UND. You you had five points that first year, jumped up to eighteen last year. This year, you're an assistant captain, producing even more. Um, in your own opinion, how, how have you seen your development since you first started there? Yeah, it's been pretty good. Um, you know, obviously coming in as a freshman, it's uh, like drinking uh, water from a fire hose. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, you're getting a lot of information, and um, you know it's a tough it's a tough league to play in. I, I truly think the NCHC is the best uh, conference in college hockey, and um, they produce you know NHL players. So guys are stepping right into the NHL, and um, it's a great opportunity to uh, really work on your game and. and you know, watch guys, uh, seniors leave and play in the NHL and, and try to pick up and see what kind of things that they do well. And, um, you know, you kind of come in here and I, mean, I came in as a, you know, scrawnier, scrawnier kid and I've put on about 20 pounds and, um, really been able to fill out my body and uh, feel confident in myself. From a team perspective, um, you guys are, are in first place in the conference after the weekend, after a couple wins, like I mentioned, uh, either first or second in the, the national polls. Um, from your from your perspective, how good is this team this year? Yeah, it's a good group. You know, I think we're really solid all the way down the lineup and um, we're able to, uh, you know, bring it every night and, um, you know, we can score, we can play, a, you know, dump and grind game we can you know uh play with some skills so uh, i think we got a a great team and um you know it's a really good group of guys we're really coming together so um we're excited for the for this end run uh, so just want to go back to your your BCHL days for a little bit. And uh, you played two seasons in the BCHL for Wenatchee from 2016 to 2018. Uh, your second year, you, you were a key part of that wild team that won the 2018 Fred Page Cup, won the Doyle Cup, went to the RBC uh, National Championship Finals. Uh, what do you remember about that year from from a team perspective? Yeah, it was, uh, it was an awesome year. Um, you know, I remember... A group of guys coming together and uh, we started playing really good hockey towards the end. And um, yeah, I just, you know, it was one of my, uh, one of the best years I've had playing hockey so far. And um, I stay in touch with a lot of those guys and a lot of those guys are playing uh, college hockey. And um, so, yeah, it was a, it was a great, it was a great year. And, um, you know, we were really excited to, to win the, the BCHL championship. Yeah. From a, from an individual point of view as well that was a pretty great year for you 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 led the league in scoring with 
74 points, named the league MVP. Um, from from an individual perspective, uh, what was that season like for you? Yeah, it was good. A lot of a lot of stuff was uh, bouncing my way that year, and I was lucky enough to play with some really good line mates. And um, overall, the team just you know they uh, I, I wouldn't have been able to do that without those guys on the team. So um, you know you just try to help out as best you can. And um, you know Wenatchee's a it's a team first organization. And, um, you know again I, I don't I don't get there without uh, without my teammates. Your coach that year um, was Bliss Littler, who's still with Malachi. He's uh, just the, the general manager there now, but that was his his second year in a row winning coach of the year. Um, he's he's always been known as a, an, an offensive coach. He likes his teams to be um, fast and, and uh, effective offensively. What was it like playing under him for that uh, those two seasons? Yeah, it was awesome. You know, he is a great coach and even better man. Um, you know, I learned a lot from him. Uh, just about how to approach the game of, of hockey, um, you know, what to do on the ice, how to, you know, treat yourself like a pro. And, um, yeah, you know, getting coached by him and, and uh, Lee and, and Clarkie there, it was, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll always remember that. I stay in touch with those guys as well. Uh, you know, they're, they're always uh, our biggest fans. And, um, you know, I wouldn't be where I am today without, without Bliss, Clarkie, and Lee. Uh, I just wanted to ask you about something. We had uh, your teammate there at UND, Adam Shield, the goalie uh, at North Dakota on the podcast last week, and he threw you under the bus a little bit. We asked him about uh, um, interacting with the other BCHL guys on the team, and he, he mentioned how you like to bring up the fact that you scored on him back uh, when he was in Penticton. Uh, I'm not trying to start a, a rivalry here between teammates, but just wanted to give you a chance to give your side of the story there. Yeah, it's good. You know, we always, uh, uh, you know, we recognize that, you know, we're teammates now and, and we had some good rivalries back in the day and, um, you know, we're all competitive guys and, um, yeah, it was always, it's always fun coming in and, uh, you know, seeing those guys and, and, and letting them know, you know, I, I scored on you before and, um, you know, I'll let them know in practice if, uh, if I beat him or, you know, he's obviously an unbelievable goalie. So I get, you know, if I get lucky enough to score on him in practice, then I'll, I'll let him know. <laughs> Yeah, UND over the years and, and this year is no different. Is, is a, always has a lot of BCHL alumni on the team. I know we f- we follow them closely here at the league with so many uh, of our former players there. Uh, what's it like uh, coming in? And like you mentioned, playing with Shield, but with the other guys as well coming in and having some some familiar faces. Although you didn't play with them, but you played against them for a couple of years. Um, what's that like have, having those guys in the room? Yeah, it's great. You know, the BC guys we always like to stick together and, um, you know, it's great because you get to, you know, you get to see those guys on the other side and, and you get to play against, you know, Jordan Caligucci and Adam Shield and um, you see how great players they are and then you get to kind of come in here and, and build, you know, relationships with them and uh, you get to be, you know, friends and teammates and you really get to see how not only great players they are, but great people they are and, and you get to gel and, and learn a little bit about uh, you know, how Kawa shoots the puck so well and protects it and, you know, what Sheila sees on shots and, um, you know, just get to talk about that. And uh, so it's been really good. Just wrap up here with a couple questions about uh, coming back to this season. So you have four games uh, to go here in the regular season, all four against a good Omaha team. Um, what what does the team need to do in those four games down the stretch to make sure you're ready to go come come postseason? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just sticking to you know what we do best: playing fast, playing hard, um, showing up every game, and 
uh, believing in ourselves. I think that, um, you know, if you can start playing towards the end of the season, like it is the postseason, um, and, and treating it like that way and, and not really changing up your game when postseason comes, you're going to be a lot better. Um, you're not going to be, you know, so jumpy. And, um, so it's, it's a good, it's a good challenge for us. I know we're looking at, the the league, uh, championship, um, and we're, we're still trying to lock that up and get first the first seed. So uh, it's great to be playing meaningful games at this time of year. And just finally, like the, this has been such a weird season, so challenging for for everyone in so many ways. And like just from a hockey perspective, you guys didn't start till uh, December, then played that month in the pod. And um, I know some some games get canceled here and there. So um, for you and the team, like how special would it be to to finish that off with a national championship this year? Yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, that's our goal every year. Um, and, you know, obviously it's been, it's been a, a tough, you know, last year and, um, you know, being able to, we're just, you know, obviously first and foremost, we're just lucky to be playing games and we're super grateful for the first responders and, and everyone who's been able to sacrifice, you know, through testing and, um, you know, availability and, and, and schools, you know, having the confidence that, you know, we're going to, uh, keep each other safe and, um, so yeah, we're happy to be playing. Um, and, and with that said, you know, we're obviously have our eyes on those, on those banners. And, uh, at the end of the season, we want to be holding the national championship. All right, Jasper. Well, thanks a lot for taking the time to chat with us. Uh, congrats on your, uh, your success this year and commend you on your work with the diversity equity inclusion committee and, and best of luck the rest of the season. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thanks again to Jasper Weatherby for that great conversation. Moving on, our second interview is with Owen Sillinger. Sillinger is a former captain of the Penticton V's, having spent three seasons with that team, and is currently in his third season at Bemidji State University. We caught up with him last week after he was coming off a four goals in one game performance and was named WCHA Forward of the Week. We covered a number of topics, including his time in Penticton, uh, having his brother Lucas on his team at Bemidji this year, his three years playing college hockey so far, and much, much more. Oh, and you had four goals and one assist on Saturday against Ferris State, uh, just named WCHA Player of the Week. Uh, have you ever had a night like that uh, in your memory, I guess, uh, since your minor hockey days at least? Uh, at the college level, no. I don't even think it's junior level, but... Uh... No, it was, it, was, it was nice to get the win, and that was a big pivotal game for us to, to kind of take home there on Saturday and uh, get the team back going in the right direction here, and now hopefully we can follow it up the next couple of weeks. What do you think was working so well for you, um, especially that night? I mean, it's, it's a tough rank to play in. I mean, the Ferris State rank, it's, uh, it's smaller than usual, so it's, you know, it's kind of like you're not really playing a hockey game. It's kind of a lot of chaos going on. It's pretty physical. I think that you know, we just were, our team was just dialed in. I think that, you know, I put on a line this weekend with uh, Alex, I and Lucas, so they really helped me out a lot. I think we all kind of were on the same page of where the puck needs to go and it needs to go to the net. And, you know, we were just battling hard in front and, you know, throughout the whole game, it was a constant battle and we just, you know, we wanted it more. And that's kind of what, uh, what led us to win there. Yeah. Um, a lot of your production this year, uh, just looking at your numbers, has come from goals. Um, and I know you you have always been a goal scorer, but you do. Um, I believe you have nine goals already this year. Uh, is there anything that you can look to as to to why you've been able to to put the puck in the back of the net a little bit more this season compared to others? Uh, 
I mean, compared to others, as far as that goes, I don't think so. I think that my preparation has taken a big step this year. I mean, had a lot of off time, you know, kind of with, you know, how the season progressed and how everything kind of started. And, you know, we had, we had a pretty good, uh, few months there going from, you know, August to I think November, we didn't play and we were just going to kind of practice a lot. And I think a lot of the guys, you know, on this team, myself included, just kind of really focused on, you know, being strong in front of that, being strong around the net and obviously finishing your chances when you get them. You mentioned uh, playing with uh, Lucas, your brother. Um, he, he's part of the, the freshman class this year. Uh, you two played together for a year in Penticton as well. But what's it like to have him on your team and, and uh, even playing with him on the ice at the college level? Yeah, it's definitely something that's uh, it's, it's pretty special to me. I mean, you know, obviously to play with your brother, you know, at any time is pretty special. But, you know, I had the privilege to play with him in Penticton, like you said, there for uh for my last year and then obviously, you know, playing with him, you know, here this year and hopefully next year as well. So yeah, it, it's been great. And, uh, you know, I value it a lot. What's your, your impressions been of him uh, in his freshman season? He's doing a great job. Obviously it's, it's, it's not, a, it's not an easy league to come into and get in right away. You know, WSHA is a tough kind of grind league that, you know, you have to get you ready to go every single night and, you know, he's done a great job of stepping in, 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 in this lineup and, you know, contributing every night. I want to ask you about another one of your teammates at Bemidji who you also played with in Penticton and that's uh, your goalie Zach Driscoll. Uh, he really broke out as uh, an elite college goalie last year and he's been very good this year as well. Um, he was also an elite goalie at the BCHL uh, level. What's it been like having him between the pipes? It's been great. Like you said, he's an elite goaltender and he he knows how good he is and he knows you know, how, what makes him successful. And honestly, his work ethic is off the charts. You know, every single day of practice, you know, he competes, you know, he doesn't let anyone score on him easily in, in games too. He just has been lights out. He's, he's given us an opportunity to win every single game that he starts. And it's, it's incredible. Yeah. We talked about your brother, Lucas, before um, you, you come from a, a hockey playing family. And um, I, I guess where, where we can start there is your dad, Mike Sillinger had a, a long NHL career. Uh, what kind of an influence has he had uh, in your career, I guess, on and off the ice? Yeah, I'd say mostly off the ice, you know, whenever I, uh, I need a tip here and there, I just kind of want to talk hockey, obviously he's there, but you know, he's done a great job kind of keeping his distance as well to, you know, allowing me to, you know, make my mistakes and learn from them and, you know, grow into a player, you know, that I am. And, uh, he's just, he's just been a great dad and a, and a great role, role model, you know, hundred percent for me. So he was, he was kind of a, a textbook example of a journeyman NHL player. He played for a, a lot of different NHL teams. Um, for you, um, like what, what was that like, um, ha- having to have him move around so much and maybe not staying in the same place, uh, for too long? Uh, yeah, I mean, I have the kids, so I don't really, you know, think anything much of it anymore, but I just remember kind of bouncing around from school to school, you know, meeting new, uh, you know, new kids at school and playing on different hockey teams. And I thought it was great. I mean, I, I have so many different, you know, friends and memories around the world. And, uh, you know, it's looking back on it, I kind of took it for granted, you know, going to the rink with them sometimes and kind of being in the locker room, you know, you don't really have, you realize how special it is until it's gone. But you know, like I said, Cole Lucas and I are very appreciative of what he's done. I'm really proud of him. Yeah, uh, you just mentioned Cole as well, and that, that's kind of one where where I want to finish off on your family here. Your your youngest brother Cole's a, a highly touted NHL prospect. He he plays for Medicine Hat in the WHL currently in the USHL with with the Dub season on hold. Uh, he's expected to be a high pick in this year's draft. Uh, what kind of player is is Cole in your words? Uh, I would say Cole is a strong, 
you know, very, very strong skater, very, very strong shot, but you know, that's where he's going to get his most of his shots. I think that, you know, he does a good job of getting to the dirty eaters and he's not going to shy down from anyone, especially, you know, if you look at kind of his track record in the leagues that he's played in, I mean, last year he was 16 years old in the WHL and, you know, was blended in just, just more than fine there. And obviously he succeeded a lot. And like you said, the way he's doing the USHL, it's not easy to hop around from league to league, but he's done a great job adapting and he's, uh, you know, he's a great player, but he's never even better person. His work ethic is second to none. And, uh, that's how I know he's going to be successful. He's just a workhorse on and off the ice. So I'm very proud of him as well. Uh, I want to go back to your, your start in the BCHL. You, you broke in, in the 2015, 16 season. Uh, you, you spent three years there, uh, with the Penticton V's. Uh, what was your time like there? I, I can't say enough about the city of Penticton and kind of the Penticton V's organization. They've done so much for me. And, you know, I'm so proud to say that I played my junior hockey there for three years. And I mean, looking back on it, you know, all three years, you know, I've accomplished something different. I mean, our 15, 16 year was incredible. We on, you know, such great runs. And then our 16, 17 year, we only ended up winning the, the Fred Page Cup there with all those game sevens. And obviously my third year is pretty memorable as well. So, I mean, that, like I said, that organization has done so much for myself and my family. And, uh, it's just, it's great to play there. You grew into a leadership role, uh, over your time there, ended up being named captain your final season. And that last season there, you also put up 67 points, led the team in scoring, finished, uh, tied for sixth in the league in scoring. Uh, how would you describe your progression from your rookie year to that final season in Penticton? Yeah, it's everything. I mean, that's where kind of, I, I learned how to play the game the right way. I mean, uh, you know, practice there is very serious and I think that every day you know you're working on you know that type of detail and um like I said that's where I kind of really learned to prepare and kind of you know play like a professional is it, it was in Penticton and my game just kind of progressed throughout over the years just guys by taking it day by day not you know looking looking too far in the future I just you know every day you know you're taught to show up in your work boots and you know do what it takes and that's exactly what I've been doing and you know I'm happy it, it, it's got me where I am today. Yeah, I I mentioned that progression uh, from points from the start of your career uh, to that third year in Penticton. You you saw sort of a similar improvement um, in your college career as well. Well, from your freshman season to your sophomore season, uh, your first year at Bemidji, you had 19 points, jumped up to 34 the next year. You're on a similar trajectory this year. What do you attribute to that uh, that in- increase in your numbers from those two years? Um, I'd say it's a lot of familiarity and, and the work ethic. I mean, when you, when you switch a team, like I said, college hockey, it's, it's tough to come into right away, you know, and, and, and put up the numbers and like, you know, but you can't really think about that as like, you know, walking into a, into a new team and trying to put up, you know, statistics, you have to think about, you know, everything else can include, you know, being a good teammate, you know, doing what, you know, accepting your role and doing what it takes to win as a team. And I think throughout the years that that's, you know, I've kind of been in different positions. I mean, my freshman year, I was, um, you know, as a freshman, so I, I kind of had to, you know, manage myself and, you know, manage my game and, you know, kind of earn the coach's trust. And, you know, just year by year, I've just, I've earned uh, Tom's territory's trust, you know, over the years, just like I did in, in Penticton there with Fred, Fred Harbinson. And, you know, they, both these coaches have trusted me, you know, throughout the years and that's, you know, how I've been successful. So looking back, you obviously decided to go with the junior A college route. Um, so did your brother, Lucas, your brother, Cole decided for the major junior route. Um, obviously both routes have their benefits and you look at pro hockey and, and even the NHL and there's a, a mix of, of both, um, both college and, and major junior players. Uh, but you personally, what went into your decision to choose college hockey? 
yeah, yeah, both routes have their benefits for sure. I mean, you know, as far as myself goes, I was, you know, already, I played midgets right up until I was 17. So, you know, I had to make a decision whether, you know, I wanted to go into the WHL as a rookie 18 year old, or if I wanted to play, you know, junior hockey and then ended up in college. And I thought, you know, that, that the best route for me, you know, to be successful and give my shot, you know, give myself a chance to play, in, you know, professional hockey was going to college. So, I mean, for me, it was a no brainer, you know, as soon as my ticket called, I, I did my research, you know, with my family and I was just like, wow, like, how can I pass this up? Like, it's just such an incredible, you know, incredible place. And looking back on it, I wouldn't change a thing. Bringing it back to present day here, um, your team, you guys have eight games left on the regular season schedule. Uh, what are you looking to accomplish as a team down the stretch here? I mean, looking like we're looking to accomplish, you know, just winning games that we, that we, that we should be winning. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to kind of be an off year with, uh, with everything going on like that. So and there is no pairwise ranking. So you kind of have to take care of every game that you're given. I mean, we don't even know if we're going to play next week or a weekend after that, you know, everything is up in the air. So like I said, just kind of doing the things that we can do and, and control and, you know, we just, we just want to get wins when we can and we're going to, we're going to try to win out here. Yeah. You mentioned kind of the, the uncertainty of the schedule, not knowing when or if you're going to play next. And I know a lot of teams are in that similar position. So um, th- does that affect how you guys prepare? Like, or is it a little more difficult with that uncertainty or are you guys just going about your business? Yeah, it is. It is a little bit more difficult, but I mean, it's not like we can control it, you know, all we can try to do is, you know, stay healthy and, you know, keep doing things that we've been doing. But as far as preparation goes, we just have to attack every day. Like it's our last. And as we never know, like you said, the uncertainty, we never know, you know, kind of the situation, you know, ahead and kind of take it day by day and, you know, work as hard as we can and uh, see what happens. All right, Owen. Well, that's all I got for you. So really appreciate the time and best of luck the rest of the season. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Another big thanks to Owen Sillinger for joining us. Thank you for the time. That'll wrap it up for another edition of the BCHL podcast. Another huge thank you to our two guests, Jasper Weatherby and Owen Sillinger. And as usual, thank you to our producer, Greg Ballack. If you're not already, please follow us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are at GoBCHL. Uh, you can stay up to date on the league and everything that's going on with our alumni at all of those platforms or visit us at bchl.ca. Thanks everyone for listening and we will talk to you in one week. <laughs>